With AMC Plus, the plus doesn't just mean more, it means better. Available through the platforms you're already on, AMC Plus is a premium streaming bundle with the best of AMC, plus the complete collections of Shudder, Sundance Now, and IFC Films Unlimited. Get the latest from The Walking Dead with early access and exclusives. Binge acclaimed series like Mad Men, ad-free, and with new content dropping each week, like Gangs of London, a powerful drama about London's criminal underworld, there's always something fresh to check out. Sign up at amcplus.com, amcplus.com, AMC Plus, only the good stuff. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning into Bravo Happy Hour. If you're new to the show, welcome. I'm Megan, and this show is basically the e-news, but for all things Bravo. New episodes are out every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so that every episode automatically downloads to your phone. And just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give me a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's super helpful for the show and allows for fellow Bravo lovers to find out about the show. Today's mini-episodes co-host is Ian Luca Toledo. He's my bestie from episode 40, and he's back today to talk all things Bravo. Hi! Hi! (laughs) I'm so excited you're back. (laughs) I'm honestly so ecstatic, especially considering everything we're going to be discussing today. Today's docket is incredible. I think we should talk a little bit about It's kind of not normal what we do because we don't really recap shows on this show but i think we have to talk about the vanderpump rules reunion part one that aired last night this is tuesday night by the way i was livid throughout the entire thing Uh, we are definitely gonna dive deep into this because honestly half this cast may need to go i hate britney i hate most of them (laughs) that whole side britney lala Kristen, Jax, they've all gotta go oh and don't forget uh, Queen Bee of them all, Katie. Katie. That face, that face when Raquel was like, oh, I got the job at Sir being a server. And she just had this like stank look on her face. I was like, you know what? Season eight, season eight. It's going to be so good. All right, well, we're going to talk more about that at the end. Let's just jump right into news because there's so much going on. So starting with the Shaws of Sunset, MJ Javid obviously has been going through so much lately. She just had her first child with Tommy back on April 17th. So she's in like new mother bliss. But supposedly Page Six is now reporting that she has yet to sign her contract for season eight, which is in production for Shaws of Sunset. And supposedly her and Reza are now on the outs. Shocker. And he hasn't even reached out once Actually, I think Shervin is the only one that has reached out. Yeah, that's what insiders have been saying, that Shervin was the only cast member who has reached out to MJ or has seen the baby since she has given birth. So supposedly, Reza blocked her on social media while she was in the ICU giving birth. What is so outrageous is, as you guys may have heard on a previous episode, I said (laughs) that the best montage I'd ever witnessed on reality television was MJ in the season 7 finale uh, and her whole build-up to the wedding, and now you're not going to sign her on in favor of Reza. Reza's blocking her because that's the only storyline he could probably provide. It, it can't all be about Adam. I mean, at this point, Adam is such a snooze, and viewers are wanting to see MJ be a new mother and She's wanting to see Tommy be a father. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like MJ's holding out for money reasons because she's like, how are you going to show, like, my massive arc that people are really genuinely interested in? Because not only is it, you know, her having a baby, but it's her going through, like, medical issues and mm. having a baby later in life. Like, that is really interesting to see and to see her 
kind of like ebbs and flows and then at the end of it end up with a beautiful healthy baby like that's something people want to see absolutely i think one thing that especially with her being on shaw's a lot of cast members of shaw's aren't so open to sharing their lives we've seen it before (laughs) yeah persian barbie uh exactly and she sacrifices so much and she provides such comedic humor and she has that ambiance Shaw's is known for and honestly how come these other franchises can shove out big bucks for people who give a snooze of a season mm-hmm. and yet when it comes to MJ she's not even signed on yeah the whole thing is odd I mean how are you going to keep giving Nene Leakes from Atlanta more and more money when she's literally abusing crew exactly. and yet they won't give MJ who like just had a baby and has like literally like bared her soul on the show like do you remember when she had that like dead dog in her freezer like that was like a whole thing oh (laughs) that's so funny because bravo's about to repeat that storyline uh because guess not to sidetrack but brandy from real housewives of dallas apparently she's talking about how she has her dead bunny in the freezer for over a year something about bravo levities and dead pets in the freezer (laughs) You've got to just yeah. bury it in your backyard. Like, it just doesn't need a place next to, like, Klondike bars. Like, that, like, well, goes anything for Klondike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, also, bravo, learn your lesson from Kenya. Yeah. You're bringing her back because people are invested. And guess what? I took a break from Shaw's and got brought back. Why? MJ's pregnancy. MJ's wedding. MJ's wedding was the gift I kept on giving. <laughs> <laughs> So, staying in Los Angeles, flipping out stars Jeff Lewis and Gage Edwards are finally trying to figure out what the hell they're doing with their custody arrangement and the fact that Gage Edwards has just quit working for Jeff Lewis Design. Thank God. I feel like it was a matter of time. Like, they've been separated for four months at this point, and the fact that the two of them were working, like, day in and day out with one another... Oh, absolutely. ...kind of unhealthy. Like, it's been multiple breakups, uh, Jeff says that it feels like a second breakup. However, you got to think about it. First off, they broke up. Then he stopped being the co-host of a serious um, mm-hmm. XM show on Radio Andy. Jeff talks so much and reveals every tiny little detail. And now we know about this. And it only makes sense that Gage wants to sever himself and just have, and both of them have just, you know, a healthy custody order with Monroe. Monroe's so adorable. She's really sweet. And, and as tumultuous as Jeff can be with his employees, with his <laughs> yeah. love interests, with anybody he's ever come across, I think ultimately he does care for Monroe. And if, and I believe Gage can reel him back in. Mm-hmm. Not like in a relationship, but reel yeah. him back in and be like, we have to be civil about Monroe. I mean, I think it's, like, a little bit inappropriate. We saw, I think, back on episode 35, we were talking about how Jeff had gotten into, like, a new relationship with his chiropractor and where they had, like, an open discussion, obviously addressing the fact that, like, Jeff is a public figure and, like, has the ability to talk about their relationship. And he's like, hey, dude, like, please don't talk about it. And Jeff immediately goes on the show, spills all this tea about his new relationship, and then is like, well, I don't get why he left me. It's like, well, because you're blatantly disregarding what your partner is saying. And you're overcompensating for the fact that your contract did not get renewed yeah and so you spent the past decade documenting everything so what else is he gonna do he just wants to keep 
remain relevant and that's kind of sad and like i think that's like an underlying sadness with jeff that like i haven't been watching the last few seasons of flipping out because one like i don't need to see an abusive boss i've had abusive bosses Mm -hmm. they're not fun and they're abusive like at the end of the day and no (laughs) one should ever have to deal with an abusive boss i've dealt with bosses who have been absolutely horrid along the lines of jeff and also there's no defending jeff jeff's (laughs) been awful to everyone leo black Run away. Like, she shouldn't want to co-sign all of his decision-making. And when I saw her on the show last season, I was pretty upset because she's, like, laughing at Jenny. And Jenny, I mean, that whole thing was kind of interesting. And I don't know. Sometimes I was on Jeff's side with a lot of things that they were Mm -hmm. disagreeing about. But Jenny just being like, I just wanted to follow my dreams. And Leah's just, like, laughing in her face. (laughs) I'm like, oh. Well, Jeff, I believe Jeff must know this. The heart of the show isn't him. It's Jenny. Well, Jenny, like, got the show onto Bravo. The first, mm-hmm. like, original pilot was, like, supposed to be about Jenny and her husband working for this crazy boss named Jeff. But then Jeff obviously gets on screen, and they're like, this guy is a moneymaker. Enigmatic. Oh, yeah. And just, you know, you can't take your eyes off him because he really is, like. The Gordon Ramsay of Bravo. Basically. <laughs> He, you should tell him that. I feel like he'd make that like his Instagram oh bio immediately. Uh, don't slide into his DMs though, because you know you'll get like trapped in like a four year relationship. Uh, <laughs> uh, Monroe has a new stepdad. <laughs> Monroe goes I'll go by for her. Gage. <laughs> Gage is hot. Gage he is, is hot. Even Andy hot. said he'd make a pass. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Andy's such a dirty dog. <laughs> well, speaking of other people who are kind of dealing with shady custody battles, everybody knows that Southern Charm star Catherine Dennis has been battling with her uh, desire to get sole custody of her children, Kenzie and St. Julian, in order against her ex-husband, Thomas Ravenel, because obviously he's been um, allegedly... <laughs> The worst human being yeah, possible. Yeah, he's allegedly sexually abused and just abused multiple different women in his life within the last few years. So, obviously, if anybody has listened to the show, you know I kind of am on team Catherine in this one because I do think Thomas is a piece of trash. And he's, yeah. I believe, still dating Ashley Jacobs. I think that's still a Who thing. is brainwashed. And what's so frustrating about Ashley Jacobs is that the cast, even though she slighted them, even though she pissed them off, they still were warning her about uh, T-Rav. They were mm-hmm. still telling her, get away. And and here Ashley is just announcing Catherine, and, and Catherine knows what's going on. This girl has one of the most riveting stories I've ever seen happen on Bravo history. She was taken advantage of by T-Rav early on, so she should have custody because she's really grown and she's really evolved. I think watching Catherine's entire arc on the show is something that people don't really like give enough credit to like if you don't watch yeah. Southern Charm you like can't understand it but I'm like no she was like brought on as like a random hookup from another character ends up meeting this you know 45 year old you know handsome senator ex-senator and ex-prisoner yeah. <laughs> yeah. but she was like in her 20s so she probably was trying to do drugs with him and like party with him obviously they were definitely partying together I mean, and then just the fall from grace and her you just watch like this cycle of abuse like whether it's emotionally where he's like regardless of what happens with us like i will always take care of you and the kids and and even if you do get pregnant like i'll take care of you it's like you know what you're doing you're a grown man you're 45 yeah when you're not pulling out you're gonna get this young girl pregnant like you're the one who brought this upon the situation you're taking advantage of a young soul an impressionable young soul exactly and and you're promising all of this to her the cameras are accountability for you to make sure Mm -hmm. this happens (laughs) and what do you do (laughs) fuck it all up you screw (laughs) it all up (laughs) <laughs> also, thank you for turning me on to Southern Charm. Oh, 
it's like the cross I'm gonna die on because so many people who watch Bravo, I'll talk with them and they'll be like, "Oh, I only watch the California shows," and I think to myself, like, you don't even know one like Housewives of New York, but Southern Charm is just so good, and because it's not like a million seasons, like. OC or New York at this point like you know you can kind of get through it in like a couple weeks if you're really binging it (laughs) but that's what's so good about it it doesn't have a million seasons like OC yeah so supposedly Catherine is now filing new reports with the courts saying that she wants to limit Thomas's visitations with the kids and doesn't want Ashley being near the kids and if she is near the children she doesn't want Ashley to post any photos of the children online which I understand they're not your kids. It's totally understandable. Um, she's dating that country singer, Hunter Price. Yeah. And I know that she recently posted a photo. So I love her, but you kind of have to abide by the own rules that you once set. Maybe find, like, hey, after it's been a year or two or once you're engaged, and you can yeah. work that out. We don't want another Brandy Glanville, Leanne Ryan situation. <laughs> no, we do not. Now Thomas is saying that Catherine is letting this new boyfriend, like, watch the kids alone, which, like... I guess I don't have children, so I'm not sure how yeah. I would feel about, like, my boyfriend just watching my kids while I was gone. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. A part of me is like, It's no. so fresh. It's so new. And also these kids are going through a lot. So they're going to latch on to anybody that comes into the house that isn't T-Rav. Yeah, their father. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, yeah, to have T-Rev as your dad. No, thank you. Well, Southern Charms Season 6 is coming out Wednesday, May 15th. That is so soon. Thank I'm so God. excited. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, moving on to, like, very dark news. <laughs> Real Housewives of New Jersey star Teresa Giudice's husband's mother. You guys, I know. this is <laughs> We're taking this one for a loop. So, Joe Giudice's mother, Philomena Giudice, recently filed for a filed her second Chapter 13 bankruptcy plea. So the first time was back in 2017, and now she just filed bankruptcy again, saying she finds herself over a million dollars in debt. The debt includes $1.1 million in mortgage payments and then over a hundred grand to credit card companies. So I guess it runs in the family. Oh, I was just about <laughs> to say that. Spending must run in the yeah. blood. Everyone's just born with this natural greed and gluttony imagine just like living within your means like imagine that like you <laughs> you get a job um you have money in your bank account and then that's what you spend and she was probably even trying to keep up with Teresa and to a degree melissa absolutely i don't think Teresa's uh, Teresa's not gonna take her in like she took a no-no no i definitely don't think Teresa's taking in this woman so obviously it's really sad her son is in jail right now and then she lost her husband a couple years ago for many of us the holidays will look different this year family and friend reunions might not be the same but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close that's why i'm gifting my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person this year. Around this time last year, I lost my grandfather, and I felt this insane guilt that I didn't ask him enough questions about his love story with my grandma, his career, his immigration journey from Italy in the 1960s, and so much more. To honor his birthday this past year, I gifted my grandma a StoryWorth membership. Every week, StoryWorth emails her a different prompt with questions you'd never think to ask, like, if you were to do it over, what would you have done differently? Or when was your first kiss? You can customize your prompts to ask anything you'd like, so I obviously had to ask, who's your favorite grandkid? Just kidding. (laughs) 
After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. I'm planning to order one for myself, my brothers, and my cousins so we can share our grandparents' story with our children someday. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bravohh. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off. If you are anything like me, you haven't bought a single gift for anybody this year, maybe other than yourself. (laughs) This will be an amazing gift for anybody who is looking for that last minute gift that doesn't involve shipping costs and will be something that you can pass down to your families for generations. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off you guys and you get a deal look at that back in 2014 so she is now saying she's suffering from severe depression diabetes and arthritis all because of what's happening with her son and then now this debt stuff is really weighing pretty hard on her i mean well she's she will have a jersey tomato next season (laughs) all jokes aside oh my god that is so funny a jersey tomato i know what else are they gonna hold yeah right like a big stack of debt here's my clamato juice (laughs) here's my tax forms my w my non-existent w2s yeah Uh, but all jokes aside at first when this whole thing broke with joe i think a lot of us were actually like found it entertaining because this is an this is a guy who's, who called his wife a cunt yeah <laughs> on national television uh, uh and and just lied and and because of him she was in prison and wasn't there for the last day of her life and now it's sort of it just it's getting darker and darker and darker jersey is plagued with just bad juju amongst anybody associated with the show yeah, I feel like once you go on Jersey, you just, like, automatically, like, spiral. Like, mm-hmm. we saw with Siggy, like, she, season one, her, she came on, everybody liked her. Season two, like, her psycho kind of started to show. And Dina then was, got a house rob post yeah. being a housewife. That was scary. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to think, I mean, you know. <laughs> Melissa's fine, guys. Melissa's fine. Yeah, Melissa, I feel like, will end up on top because she, like, is married to a good man like as much as i yeah. think joe gorga like is a dog and you know i get whatever my it, fiance and i compare ourselves to melissa and joe all <laughs> the time because joe constantly just wants to bang melissa yeah, that's all he wants <laughs> and he's like a traditional italian i know what it's like to be a traditional italian they can come across at times <laughs> misogynistic incredibly so and nobody should ever be but like they don't know any better, so it's up to us to teach them. But and I kind of find Gorga hot. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, like, into the fact that he always wants to hook up. <laughs> like, yeah. I kind of... And she's like, you're annoying me. <laughs> and he's like, I don't care. Melissa, <laughs> I can see why Melissa's with them. You could tell Teresa has, like, some weird sort of thing for her brother. It's definitely, like, a Shakespearean thing. Like, they said, like, earlier seasons ago, like, Teresa was like, yeah, <laughs> I walked in on my brother having sexes when he was 13. And it's like, what? Like... Like if I was, ugh, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And you know, she was. Phone. She like didn't close the door. Like she like let it stay open oh, for that yeah. extra three seconds. <laughs> like, she's, she, like she probably confiscates his phone and she's like, I'm gonna look for the dirty Texas. <laughs> yeah, right. My God, <laughs> Teresa, don't fuck your brother. You've already been <laughs> fucked over by another Joe. Don't get yeah. fucked by your yes, other- by your brother Joe. <laughs> oh my god (laughs) i know it's always so gross to think about but then anytime i think about it like like for more than three seconds i'm like no yeah there's definitely like a weird sexual tension blood 
is thicker than semen. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, we've got to change topics on that one. Transition, transition, transition. Right? Moving to a totally, completely different topic. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it was nice doing this final appearance. Yeah, right. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> no, we have one more thing. Obviously, everybody is watching Vanderpump Rules this season. Ariana Maddox has been having her beef with Lisa Vanderpump, and most recently, Dr. John Sessa. If you guys are watching Beverly Hills Housewives, you know John Sessa is like the newest mm. Beverly Hills Housewife. He works at Vanderpump Dogs with Vanderpump. He tweeted the other day saying, how disrespectful and disloyal of Ariana to Lisa Vanderpump, someone who has given you job for eight years and countless opportunities. Enjoy your $2 million home. So he was replying to a story on BravoTV.com that kind of breaks down Ariana's conversation with Lisa saying, you know, how dare you speak poorly about the Toms, about their business acumen, whatever. Ariana then responds saying, okay, John, we've been friends for years and have plenty of deep conversations about this stuff. You tweeting this little prepared paragraph instead of texting me is very telling. Well, in a way, John Sessa... Uh, is an intention whore. <laughs> in a way. In a like, way. In all of the ways. <laughs> <laughs> in many a ways. Uh, also, I don't know how a Vanderpump dog show would work. I've been inside there, and it's not, it's not, yes, sir. It's yeah. not, it's not even pump. Uh, it's not even pump. It, it, I was like, how can you film inside here? But also, um, when Ariana initially stood up to Lisa, I sort of felt you can't bite the hand that feeds you. Uh, especially on the reunion, we saw them discuss Tom how they haven't earned anything back. So yeah. I would see why Ariana would confront Lisa. And initially, yeah, I thought, come on. She literally handed your boyfriend a restaurant. Uh, but then she did it respectfully. And if anyone could stand up to her, it's Ariana. It's not Kristen. It's not well, Katie. Well, I think their delivery would have been, like, a little brash and, like, uh, disrespectful. Like, Ariana was like, Lisa, I've known you for mm. years and years and years. I look up to you as, like, a businesswoman. But, like, I want to talk to you, like, person to person and say, like, we feel disrespected. So I don't believe that that was stepping out of line. I feel yeah. like that's normal. Like, we were talking about abusive bosses earlier. Like, if you don't, you know, exactly. Lisa might be really kind and have given them great opportunities but that doesn't mean she's not like gaslighting them in the press and making exactly. them feel like and, they're stupid and ariana had such a valid point because like i said i reevaluated everything and sandoval has earned tom tom not schwartz not sandoval schwartz. <laughs> has earned tom tom you, we've seen him throughout the years really show compassion towards not only his co-stars but also towards Lisa and, and being and wanting to make the perfect cocktails and he's so about making parties so absolutely she should campaign for him to get the proper respect and John Sessa is just trying to extend his 15 minutes of fame this is this is essentially a new Cedric Cedric this is the new Cedric both Johns Cedric Cedric <laughs> John John no I, I totally agree with that and 
I think the fact that Ariana mentions, like, you tweeting this little prepared paragraph instead of texting me, like, really does say a lot. Like, why do you need to go above and beyond and tweet your, you know, 16,000 followers that, like, Ariana is, like, being a bitch to Vanderpump? And even that, like, that's even more of a maybe sign that Lisa Vanderpump's camp did say the things to Raider online about the dog, you know? That's so you true. You just think, like, if if he... Sessa's out of nowhere saying this shit about his friend, Ariana, who clearly they text, meaning they yeah. have met and exchanged phone numbers, like, they must be close, a little, like, a little bit close. All so, the Teddy Mellicamp. God. Uh, that's another thing. You're totally right, because he keeps pushing this narrative of LVP being vicious. I think Ariana was just trying to get proper respect. Yeah. John Sessa, I'm convinced... Doggy Gate was his doing. Well, he probably got into his ear, whether it was Lisa or Ken or someone being like, Vanderpump's dogs can be a thing if we get some buzz, if we get some buzz. And he's probably like, well, look, watch me go. Like, I'm going to create some buzz. And he is. And have we ever said John, Dr. John Sessa, like, ever before? You know, like, now he's like, yeah, getting this 15 minutes of fame that he really wants. And, yeah, to come after Ariana where it's like, no, she was standing up for what's right. Like, it doesn't matter that Lisa's the big boss and is the obviously the creator of Vanderpump Rules that yeah. pays Ariana's bills. And for him to say, have fun in your $2 million home, it's like, no, Ariana could have been combative with Lisa if she were, yeah, Kristen or if she yeah. were Lala on a bad day, you know? Well, they're not important enough to hate. <laughs> well, let's just talk about their reunion a little bit. That was so fucking good. It was enthralling. Clearly, they've been watching episodes of Summer House and have been like, wow, we are slacking. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, that first half of the room, Jax, Brittany, Katie, Kristen, whoever else was on that side. Schwartzy and Lala. Schwartzy. Fofty Gate would have happened right before the reunion shooting. I would do anything for that. Oh, I hope. You know it's going to be brought up next season. But honestly, they were just so vile. And and Lala, to say that you are a feminist and then say you're going to exclude Raquel uh, despite her being a woman, and, and then it just, it just comes across so insincere, her whole full activism. They're all a bunch of frauds, yeah. honestly. Jax is projecting onto James and Raquel to distract Britney. Well, absolutely, and you see... Britney and Jack scoffing when Raquel's like, well, I'm a beauty queen. So you might think, she literally is. Jack's like, "Mm, not for me. Not for me. It's like, oh, she's literally like six foot two and stunning. Like, what is she other than a beauty queen? And she wins pageants. Like, your girlfriend was that too. And she's modeling in Paris. (laughs) Meanwhile, Lala's over there drinking in Paris. Oh, wait, I thought she quit drinking. Was she drinking? Check the Instagram. She's pouring Mm -hmm. champagne. God, that's not surprising. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I thought Lala was really disingenuous the way she was speaking to James. She's like, James, I was trying to be there for you. And he's like, literally, no, you weren't. He's like, you are not the friend I wanted when I needed you. He's like, oh, like, I'm not just going to call my therapist. Like, I'm going to call you out of the blue. Like, she has changed in the last, you know, probably, what, two years since she's been with Rand. And even when Lala was making the big point about – the fact that Rand has a job that's worth losing. That's why he can't be on the show. Oh, yeah, so you can go on the Kardashians and you can go on Flipping Out, but you can't go on Vanderpump Rules. Exactly. Uh, oh, hypocrisy. Okay. Hypocrisy. And not only that, like, guys, we are getting livid over I this. I know, right? I'm, like, sweating. But she insulted her own friends and their relationships. And 
I'm happy Stassi caught it. Good. Stassi, yeah, me too. Stassi, even though she is against change in Raquel, I feel like it eventually will have a change of heart. Because she was very, like, hold, she wasn't holding back, but she's being realistic about the situation. And MVP of the first party reunion is Raquel. She spoke with police, and everyone's like, you don't call out James. If you hear in between all the yelling, she's telling James, James, I'm trying to speak. James, I understand that you're trying to defend me. She's essentially doing what they are asking of her. They just want James to be assassinated character-wise. Well, it's crazy. They're all like, how could you stay with him when he cheated on you? It's like, Stassi, Jax cheated on you constantly and you stayed with him. Brittany, Jax cheated on you less than a year ago. And mm. now you idiots are ma- going to get married. Schwartz, you can't even remember if he cheated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, Sandoval, you cheated on... Actually, yeah, he did cheat on Kristen. Not on screen, but was... No, Miami girl. Miami girl. Yeah, Miami yeah. girl. You know, Katie hasn't cheated because no one wants to be a part of that mess. Well, everyone hates the sound of her voice. Yeah, right, especially her husband. I wish that Schwartz would have shown up at the reunion. I, Drunk? I miss- yes, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I mean, Andy shows up high. I know, his eyes are just bloodshot. I'm like, I love this. <laughs> oh, and Vanderpump. Oh, Vanderpump. Her five-minute break. Her five-minute break, <laughs> honestly. And it, it makes me worried about the Real Hostages of Beverly Hills. I think she will show up. But overall, this reunion... Is heating up to be. I'm I'm back on track to Vanderpump Rules. Is gearing up to be probably one of the most dramatic reunions ever. And I love that Sheena is just like lollygagging, just being like, "I never mentioned Rob. What about Rob? What about Rob?" (laughs) She's like, "You don't want to do this. I forced him." (laughs) What about the Penguin? I want the Penguin to come onto the reunion. Oh, you know that Andy like. Part three, like, at the end, when they're all taking their shot at the end, you know there's just going to be, like, a little penguin, like, walking in the background. For End him. up in the clubhouse. Yeah, exactly. Well, this actually brings us to the end of our episode. Where can people follow you and find you? You can find me on social media platforms at Ian Luca Toledo. And, yeah, I'm very excited and happy Yay! to have been here with you. This is always such a blast. Yeah, you are going to be coming back again very soon. Oh, grazie. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities. 